Chris Lee and Blake Lovell of Southeastern 14 here to discuss the Heisman Trophy and who should get it. We're going to go through reasons why, reasons why not. Odds, uh, Blake will have the odds for us shortly. Those odds are presented by our friends at Bet Online. Holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride, the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering information with up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. BetOnline is a top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. It's not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played from MMA to international soccer. Head to BetOnline today. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. Blake, where do the odds start for the Heisman? Well, they start where you would think they would start, and that is Jaden Daniels. Um, for to our friends at Bet Online, he is a minus 1,000 favorite to win this thing. On Saturday, Michael Penix Jr., plus 700, Bo Nix, plus 1,600, Marvin Harrison Jr., plus 6,600. So there are your four finalists, and they're also a great indication uh, of if you want to win a lot of money, uh, there are three significant underdogs to pick from, and then one heavy favorite according to uh, the the odds here. Okay. Um, look, Mar- Marvin Harrison is a phenomenal player. So this is no disrespect to him. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to win the Heisman. We pretty – Pretty certain of that. I would say the plus 6,600 odds gives you a pretty good idea of where yeah. things stand on that. Yeah. Great receiver did not have like a generational season. So I think at this point we're down, we're down to the three quarterbacks. Just, just for the info, I'm looking at ESPN's quarterback rating. Jaden Daniels won 208.0. And this is, I think this also includes rushing. Bo Nix way behind, 186.2, but he's number two. And then all the way down at 16. And, and do I think there are 15 quarterbacks better than Michael Penix Jr.? No, I do not. But he's all the way down at 16 at 161.4. Uh, is, is it fair to say we, we have at this point a three-man discussion? I, if, if you're trying to make it a discussion, I think it's fair to say it's three man. Um, at this point, I, th- I think we can may- maybe but, eliminate a possibility here quickly, but we'll see. Well, I think you can eliminate multiple possibilities because I just wouldn't tell you where <laughs> I stand on this thing. But yes, because we, we are doing this to have the discussion, we should have the discussion and not make it as simple as player A is going to win this thing, even though I do think it's as simple as that. But yes, um, let, let's see who is the next to to fall from the race here. Well, Jaden Daniels is the overwhelming favorite. And uh, in order to disprove that, you've got to disprove it with some other stuff. Let's talk about Bo Nix for a minute. And now Bo Nix has got some phenomenal numbers. Completed 77% of his passes, threw for 4,145 yards, nine and a half yards per throw. Again, the second best quarterback rating, and he only took five sacks all year. Uh, in big games, and I'll go through games against top 25 teams. Washington, he threw for 329 yards, three touchdowns, one pick in the title game. Also rushed for 69 more yards. Uh, in the other game against Washington, he threw for 337, two touchdowns, no picks, and rushed for 14 yards. But guess what? Uh, Washington lost both those games. 
Michael Penix was terrific in those. We'll get to that in a minute. And the only Oregon other game he lost played. Both those games. Just yes, sorry. Clarity. Oregon lost both those games. Yeah. Um, and in Oregon State, I think that's the only other team in the college football playoff top 25 that Oregon played. He was 33 of 40, 367, 2 and 0, and then ran for 31 yards. So Bo Nix had phenomenal numbers. He only played three games against top 25 playoff teams and he was he was good in those games but they also went one and two in those games now was that all Bo Nix's fault absolutely not but those are factors people are going to look at when they vote I'm gonna say if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up records and losses um there's one quarterback in particular that could not help uh the play of his defense um which we'll we'll get to in a second but yes I mean you look at the numbers and I mean, there's, there's a lot to like, right? Like I said, there's, you know, he's got 40 touchdowns and three interceptions for Bo Nix. Uh, he's got 4,100 passing yards. He's, yeah, I mean, what a r- remarkable number. What he got sacked, what, five times all season. So it's just, yeah. So, so I mean, there's there's plenty to like there. There's a lot to like there. Uh, I just think it happens to be that there's probably a lot more to like uh, about the, the guys that are projected to be in front of him. Um even if I guess here, here's my question. Like we all know where this conversation's headed, but what, what is your comparison from Bo Nix and Michael Penix? Is it as simple as, Hey, this guy won the game twice against the other guy, or what's the, what's the point that, that kind of separates these two in your opinion? Well, what we're trying to do is consider all the evidence here, but to, to jump to something closer to conclusion, I I watched the PAC 12 title game. There's no question Michael Penix Jr. played the better game. And, and, and Blake, what's the most important stat in football? It's wins. And and he beat him head-to-head twice where there are other factors. Uh, in the title game, Penix was great. 27-39, 319-1-1, and one, rushed for minus four yards. Um, first game against Oregon, he was good. Um, played Arizona, was really good in that one, threw for 353. Uh, no touchdowns, no picks. And then Oregon State, though, uh, that was the other top 25 game they played. 13 of 18 for 162, 2 and 0. Was that the game that was just a, a mess weather-wise? I think it, it may was. may have been. I, they, they all run together yeah. at this point for me. So I, w- I would not judge him as much by, by those. But if, if we're going Penix and Knicks, I, I think Knicks had better stats. Penix showed up and played in a way that mattered more in the biggest games of the year. Is that fair to say? Well, and that's the thing is, right. I feel like when you, when you're doing that, yeah, like it, a lot of it's going to come down to the games they played against each other. Like, because you know, there, there is a part of that that I think, like you mentioned, will be factored in. It's an individual award, but you know, Washington went undefeated. Oregon lost two games. Who they lose to? (laughs) They lost the two games to Washington. So, Right. I mean, so, yeah, in big games, like you mentioned, you kind of look at the numbers and they're impressive. So, um, yeah, you know, people will say, well, completion percentage, right? 77 to 66 and big difference there. Less interceptions for um, Bo Nix and all that. I mean, more rushing yards and, and all those things. So it's interesting, but at least I think it's it's interesting to see kind of how the odds separate those two. Um because I mean, remember, like not long ago, Bo Nix was right there with Jaden Daniels. Like I feel like you know the odds probably what two or three weeks ago, 
and I don't remember specifically, but I think we talked about this on one of the videos was like Bo Nix was neck and neck with Jaden Daniels. But now it's just completely different. And now we get to Jaden Daniels. And boy, are the stats unbelievable here. 236 to 327, 72% completion percentage, 3,812 yards, but 11.7 per throw. That is crazy. Knicks was 9.5, Penix 9.1. And we haven't talked about rushing yards yet. Well, that's the difference. With all, yeah, with, well, if, because, if you compare boy. all these guys, these three quarterbacks, there is the difference to me. Like you could simply just go with that and just say, Jane Daniels has 1,134 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns to his credit. Like he had three games or what? Hey, hold on. One, two. I think he had six or seven games where he rushed for at least 93 or more yards. Yeah. And he's still Bo throwing Nicks. multiple touchdowns in all those games. So, yeah. And, and look, we're, we're trying to make a fair comparison to lay the facts out for you. Um, Bo Nix rushed for 228 yards and Michael Penix rushed for, for minus 18. Of course, that included sacks. Jaden Daniels not only rushed for those numbers, 8.4 per carry, Blake. And that includes sacks. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, on the best offense, we have the most yards, which Oregon was second in both those categories. And, yeah. So, I mean, I just think that, to me, like I said, you could – Look at all the different numbers. But if you're, if you are someone who says, "Hey, Bo, Bo Nix should be closer than Michael Penix," all right, fine. <laughs> Jane Daniels still has what, almost eight hundred, seven hundred something more rushing yards. Um, you know, four more rushing touchdowns. He's got one. We got the same passing touchdown numbers. Jane Daniels has one more interception. He's only five percent lower in completion percentage. Um. You know, yeah. And so it's just Jane Daniels had a an unbelievable season. And like we said, if you're gonna say, well, they lost games and all this, well I tell you right now, the reason they lost the three games they lost wasn't because of Jane Daniels. So you can say that with full confidence. Um, you know, and they won some games all because of Jaden Daniels. Like, you know, they put him on his back and said, Hey, here we go. Um, you know, and certainly, yes, he has a very talented wide receiver crew there, but Guess what? You know, th those guys were able to get the opportunities they got because he was able to put the ball in the position that needed to be put in. And I think when you just compare the numbers, you take everything as a whole. I don't think there's any question that Jaden Daniels should be the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, and one more thing, in case you're saying, well, he put up big numbers against Army and Mississippi State and Grambling and teams that don't matter. Yes, he did that. But let me tell you what he also did. Four games against top 25 teams in the playoff Alabama they did lose the game he was 15 to 24 for 219 passing one two touchdowns one pick rushed 11 times for 163 and one score so it certainly was not the reason they lost the game as you pointed out Missouri 15 of 21 259 three and zero rushed 15 times for a buck 30 and a score and by the way missed some time with a rib he took a shot to the ribs and was out came back wheeled his team to victory. Ole Miss, 27 to 36, 414, 4-0 passing, 15 rushes, 99 yards, one touchdown in that one. An FSU game they lost, 22 of 37, 346, 1-1. One one. 
uh, 15 for 64 and zero touchdowns rushing. Look, the, the only thing that you can really say is that that maybe he piled up some, I'm not going to say meaningless stats in losses over Alabama and Florida State, but but he wasn't, the, the team wasn't good enough to win those games. But really, that that is the only thing that you can stand the argument on. And, and the rest of the evidence to me is clear. Jaden Daniels, he's your Heisman winner. I just think there's no player in the country that was harder to defend at the quarterback position than Jade Daniels because of what we said, the 1,134 rushing yards. Keep in mind, too, he threw 108 fewer passes than Bo Nix did. He threw, I think it was, well, you know my math is not great, 130 or so fewer passes than Penix did. Now, we know what happened, you know, the difference on that is that he he turned that into rushing attempts because he rushed way more than those two guys. But it's just the effectiveness in both areas and how he was able to do that. And remember, still throw 40 passing touchdowns, having thrown, you know, what, like I said, 100 and something fewer passes than Knicks. So, I don't know, Chris. We give Jaden Daniels an extra 100 pass attempts. This guy's got 70 touchdowns. Goodness. Give me at least 70. <laughs> I'm kidding, but... I mean, that's just that's how good he was at times. And again, you can pick apart certain things and say all this and that. And I know we're an SEC channel and we sound like homers. But the fact is, you know, hey, I mean, I just don't think there was another player out there that had the impact offensively that Jaden Daniels had on his specific team. And he was just that good, in my opinion. So, well, look, and if you did like yards per play, passing and rushing. I don't know where he would rank all time, but I think he'd have to be up there for like for, you know, a couple hundred touches. But that, that's the thing to me. It's not just all that other stuff, but th those numbers per rushing play and per passing play were just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it was just, um, what is it? I think someone I saw somewhere, I was reading the article, the, the passer efficiency rating that he had, I think the highest in the history of college football, I believe, in FBS history. I think I saw that somewhere. I think it was 208. So I think that was the highest. Again, don't don't quote me on this, folks. I'm just telling you I read this in an article and, um, you know, all that. But, yeah, so, like, everything, I think, and like we mentioned, it's not like he just played a cupcake schedule. You can say, well, they played yeah. some games against these teams and that team, like, what was their what was their strength of schedule? You may have said this earlier. I just forgot. Well, you you got to where I was going to go next. According to ESPN's FPI, Washington was nine, Oregon was fifty two, LSU was ten. So he and Penix basically played a very similar strength of schedule. Um, so yeah, I I just don't see how you make the case for anybody else at this point. No, you you I could maybe either. say Michael Penix because they won a title and he had a lot to do with it and he's, he's a great player. I love watching him, but Jaden Daniels had passing numbers better than he is. And then Michael Penix had negative rushing yards compared to Daniels who ran for nearly 1300. So put it all on the scale. It's just hard to reach any other conclusion. I agree. Um, just an unbelievable season. I feel like, I feel like we go back to our bowl predictions we've made in the preseason. I feel like one of us had to have said that Jaden Daniels was going to win the Heisman. Surely one of us said that. Um, if not, I'll take credit for it, Chris. How about that? Um, I think one I'll of us did. That. I don't remember. I don't remember who did either, but I think one of us did say that for LSU. But, and I don't know how bold it was at the time because he was, I want to say he entered the season top 12, something like that, maybe in the Heisman um, odds, some, somewhere in there. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it would be nice. I think, and I know LSU fans agree with this, but it would be nice to see him rewarded for a season like this with, with the Heisman trophy, because, yeah. um, you know, again, too. And I think that's where you and I like, you know, being at media day, just a very, you know, soft-spoken guy, like just, um, you know, someone who, again, we kind of just see how LSU season went. We know there were high expectations overall. I mean, Blaine and I had them in the college football playoff. I think we may have both had them in the national championship. Um, so, you know, obviously, the, you know, that didn't happen. They, they lost some games and the defense wasn't what we expected it to be, but man, you cannot take anything away from what he did. And, um, yeah, so it's interesting. Let me ask you this before we wrap up. There's a lot of debate over on this over the years. When the Heisman should be given out? After all the bowls and the championship. It, the system is stupid for, for a couple <laughs> reasons. We You've heard this rant. to get that quote. We're gonna, we we never it. give it to a defensive player. You cannot tell me a defensive player, and I know Charles Woodson, that was sort of a gimmick. And I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but – you know, an offensive lineman's never considered how many times are they going to number one in the draft. And, oh, by the way, the, the best body, like I say all the time, these teams do not play a lot of games against other big teams. No. And, and your biggest sample size of games against other big teams comes in playoffs and bowls. It's stupid, but that's the way it is. Well, straightforward. That's we're going to. We're going to title it. It's stupid, but that's the way it is. That's the title of this video right now. So um, I feel like that's that's like people could read that title and, and they they could go in so many different directions with college sports right now. Well, but you wouldn't know we were having a Heisman discussion. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're probably right. So, well, there you go. There are thoughts on the Heisman. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't know what else there is to be said because I, I think this is one where I would be very surprised if Jaden Daniels' name is not called as the yeah. 2023 Heisman Trophy winner on Saturday. So, and look, I'm I'm sure we will get we we are SEC guys. That is where we spend the bulk of our Saturdays watching games. It's not that we don't ever watch the other teams. We watch mostly SEC because that is what we do, and that's where we get paid uh, is to be experts on the SEC. But look, you just you look at the facts, and I just if you want to yell at us, fine. But what's your, uh, I guess, but, but, here's but, the thing. but come back with evidence and it's argument? hard to give it. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing is like, what is, get, give us your argument for like, and, and it may be what you just said. It may be, Hey, if this thing was played at the end of the season or at the, yeah. after the bowls, Michael Penix would be your winner because he's, you know, he's the last man standing in terms of his team being in the playoff. So, yeah. and I, Hey, I, like you said, I, I could go for that, but it's, we're giving the award out right now, and to this point, I I know one guy got his you know team to the playoff, but you know it, it is still an individual award, right? Like it's you know the, the success we mentioned, like the results matter and all that, but like it is still based on a lot of those things. So um, yeah, there you go. All right, we cover SEC football, basketball, baseball, uh, pretty much daily here, so. If you liked it, give us a subscribe, give us a like, tell a friend. This has been our guess at who <laughs> wins the been, Heisman. Been our propaganda for Jaden Daniels <laughs> to propaganda. win the Heisman. That's this is what it should say in the comments. Like this has been brought to you by um, propaganda 
Jane LSUfans.net. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Uh, also uh, bet online, which also seems to be pushing Jane yes. Daniels. Don't just blame us. So yes. All right. As Blake said, this has been our, our video presented by Bet Online. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again soon.